This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas along with Shannon Penn, who is still hurt. Devin Kane trying to help Shannon from that hurt. I'm just really <laughs> Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance. We have life. Yes, we do. On the ESPN app series, XM Channel 80, as well as telling your smart speaker to play ESPN <laughs> radio. We got two people that are going to get called out in the next 10 minutes. Number one, we'll start with Harry Douglas. Jack Patterson on Twitter, Mr. Douglas, has a bone to pick with you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Harry, this weekend, hanging out with Bill's Mafia and their fan base and tried to make things a little bit better after losing to the Kansas City Chiefs for the third straight time in the playoffs when they've been able to meet. Harry Douglas in the local watering hole, letting everybody know, hey, you have life. You're going to be fine. Hey, it's just a game. Don't lose sight of that. Jack Patterson got in touch with his inner Shannon Penn. I'm going to do a Shannon Penn's voice. Harry, you should know being a Falcons fan. If it was for the success of the recent success of the Braves and Uncle Football, Georgia football, we're in the same boat as those Bills fans. That heartbreak is real. I really feel for them. I'm hurt. I still haven't gotten over 28 to 3. That's from Jack Patterson in the voice of Shannon Penn. Jack, stop bringing up old stuff. <laughs> oh, now we're offended. Now we're upset. You must stop bringing up old stuff, Jack. Oh, now we don't want to hear that life is going to go on now. now we, we have life. <laughs> wow <laughs> now all of a sudden harry's changed a different too now but look i i, I did tell, i told y'all in the break I, I gotta tell the listeners too there was one guy that was sitting beside me with his wife and his wife was like yeah i like that mm-hmm. and he said i don't want to hear that s-h-i-t <laughs> oh, I, I heard him. He, oh, he didn't mean to say it as loud as he did but i heard him yeah, but he yeah. he he was probably the only one at the time that voiced it yeah. <laughs> everybody else yeah. everybody else was like, yeah, you know, you, you're right. I'm glad you said that. He, I heard him say, I don't want to hear that. He, he you know was, what? The congregation spoke up against Passa Douglas. <laughs> We're not putting money in the collection plate. We don't agree with this sermon. <laughs> so you know, so you know what I did after that. You, you know do? how they have those little boxes that you could put. Uh-huh. Money in to play music. Oh yeah, absolutely. I went over and picked all my music, ten songs. Oh my god, in that bar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. Harry, you were you, when you delivered man. when you delivered this message, were you like standing on a bar stool and everyone was what, like, how, what I, does this I was, look like? I was standing uh-huh. up. I was standing up when everybody else was sitting down. Okay. And so I just you, seen. I just seen did it. You wave, on did you like settle them down like a, like I, a quarterback I, I, in a two I, I, with drill? both hands? I was like, listen. <laughs> I was like, listen, everybody. I want to. I want y'all to listen up for a second. Listen. Yeah. Listen, it's it's just a game. Y'all have life, man. Y'all breathing in here right now. Remember. It's going to be all right. Remember, Reggie Hammond's just a movie character. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. His name is Harry. <laughs> and you kept speaking. That would have happened to you. This is this is like, remember when LeBron, after losing the finals, he's like, it's fine. Oh, yeah. To me, you got to go back to your own lives, you know, uh-huh. miserable well, lives. Well, he wasn't wrong. I don't know if he should have said that in that context of that moment, but he wasn't wrong because there's, like, there's I, I got a good person, life. y'all. What's There's that? one person I was really worried about. So I Who's told that? y'all we went to the bar before the yeah. game. Uh-huh. It was a it was an older gentleman in his seventies named Mr. Paul. Okay. Mr. Paul was the coolest guy, man. He did that boy bad. So we nice. tried to get him on, on on get up on Thursday. Absolutely. But Mr. Paul was so invested into this game that I thought about Mr. Paul when the game was over. What did he look I said, like? man, he, he's 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 an older gentleman. Okay. But I, I was like, man, I hope Mr. Paul is doing okay right now because I knew how much it meant to him for the Bills to win yeah. yesterday. Oh, yeah. And they didn't. I immediately thought about Mr. Paul, man. Well, a lot of people think about another guy whose last name starts with P, and that is Purdy, Brock Purdy, the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. Even when they win, people are going to make sure that he doesn't get too big for his britches like that's ever happened. 
We know he wasn't great. But I'm going to tell you the truth about Brock Purdy. And you don't want to hear it, but that truth is going to be heard on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Harry, Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together. Brock Purdy knows he didn't play well. They won. That's all that matters. You know, obviously plays that you think about as the game goes on. Like, man, I could have been better here. I could have hit that guy who was open. Um, you know, you got to just be better on third down. Like, all that kind of stuff can run through your mind. But, um, man, it's a testament to our team because the defense got to stop at the end. Um, and it's like we have what we wanted right in front of us. And so you have to clean the slate. You have to have a clean mind and find a way, man. You, we had time on the clock. So um, it's not like you got to be you got to be a superhero, make a play or anything. It's do what the what we call the quarterback pack tells you and go through the progressions and find a way. Here's the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. Brock Purdy is who he is. And he's not going to be any more than that. And that's going to have to be fine. Don't pay attention when he was the MVP leader in the race, according to Las Vegas, or people hyping him up or crushing him and taking him down. Here's the deal with Brock Purdy. He is only going to be as good as that system allows, and that's completely fine because that's a Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, Matt LaFleur system. I'm sure Kyle Shanahan Harry will love for Brock Purdy to look like Jordan Love on the other side of the Green Bay Packers, a guy that seems to have all the quarterback gifts that you want. Brains, arm ability, athleticism, calm, cool, collected, all that in a six foot four, 220, 25 pound package. But Kyle Shanahan knows the reason he's starting is that when we need him, we believe he can make it happen. But we also believe he's not going to put us in those mistake situations that are going to shorten the field for our defense. I know. I get it. That's something very foreign to you, Harry. Watch a lot no, of no, 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 Freddie. But <laughs> I'm being, I, I'm, I know you're I'm, being funny. I'm, no, I'm glad you said it, though, Freddie, because the way people are talking right now, I would have thought the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy lost the game, and I thought he would have threw two interceptions like Jordan Love threw two interceptions. Exactly, because if you ask one of our producers, which I may name was Devin Kane, Devin Kane was a hell he lit up our text chain on Saturday. But and, and I'm not and I'm not making any excuses. Brock Purdy had some misses. He, he had three misses to Christian McCaffrey alone. He had mm-hmm. a miss to Ayuk, Kittle, and Jennings. Yep. But I also seen some anticipation throws across the middle of the football field mm-hmm. that anybody just can't make either. So he did have some plays that were phenomenal, but he had some that he has to get better at. But and a lot of people say, hey, what if Kyle Shanahan had Jordan Love? Well, Jordan Love threw two interceptions that were very costly. Jordan Love also had a miss to Luke Musgrave uh, across the middle of the football field. That would have been, been a home run hitter. So we can try to copy and paste these quarterbacks mm-hmm. to these teams all you want to. Brock Purdy is still able to make certain plays when they need him to make certain plays. And as long as you get that ball to Christian McCaffrey, right. you're going to be all right. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to read some of the text messages that Devin sent part of our text chain on Saturday. Word for word. Still time. I want to see it. I really do. Show me something, Mr. Purdy. I don't want a Packers-Bucks-NFC championship. Then he went on to say, man, I thought we weren't counting almost interceptions like we counted with Jordan Love having to and and Brock Purdy almost had to. Then he also said, that ball needs to be outside with the receiver play when um, down the left (laughs) sideline had him unless it's a miscommunication. Then this is my favorite one. It looked like the camera caught Brock Purdy screaming, what are you doing to the wide receiver? So maybe he's supposed to throw it and cut it to the outside. Oh, no. 
What a miss. This was the text message change. <laughs> no lies detected. I'm reading it Freddy, word for word. What you just that, said. <laughs> that sounds like a guy in which Brock Purdy took his lady at some point. Oh, really? He had to. Brock Purdy then took one of their ladies, man. I'm telling you, for Deb to write all those messages about Brock Purdy, and this is over nah, and nah, over nah, and nah, over nah. again. Nah, don't. We're conveniently leaving out all the other texts from no, you no, guys. No, no. I can read all the texts. I'm not leaving them out. I'm reading the ones that you said about Brock Purdy. Don't, I'm don't just you reading snitch. those. Don't also, you those snitch, are the ones I'm reading. While we're talking about it, he uh, didn't throw any exceptions, but he sure tried to. He didn't try to <laughs> throw interceptions. Packers had it right in their hands. Wait a minute, hold on. How do you try to throw did they, interceptions? Did the Packers not have two interceptions? Oh, no, two? He, they, okay. they dropped two interceptions. But, but, but it's a part of the game. Think, throw them. I'm not reading. I think I think in the beginning of the game, Harry also texted saying, Brock Purdy has nine lives. He does. There's no, all these are true. He did have nine lives in that game on Saturday, no doubt about that. But the more and more Brock Purdy was missing throws and not making the right reads and yelling at wide receivers, that was catnip for Devin King, Damn. one of our producers. I said Brock Purdy has how many lives, Dale? Nine. <laughs> nine lives and two interceptions, apparently. I seen that drop interception by Donnell Savage. I said, oh, man. It, he must he must hate that press guy. He must love I'll Brock Purdy. Same thing. He couldn't have done that a week ago. Man. Dak hit him right in the hands. He couldn't have dropped that one a week ago. Instead, Brock Purdy hits him perfect. Even a better ball than Dak Prescott threw to him. Fumbles all over the place. Yep. Brock Purdy is who he is, Harry, Devin, and everybody. I- He's not a great quarterback. I don't know if he ever will be a great quarterback. See, I always thought he was a good quarterback. I, he, I, I never good. put him in great right. and all this other yeah. stuff. That- I, I don't know if he'll never be elite. So what? There are plenty of non-elite quarterbacks. That have won Super Bowls, that have been able to know exactly what their role is. Brock Purdy knows exactly what his role is. I'll give 100%. him credit too. That that third and ten pass to Jennings, yeah, oh, yeah. Fender. That yep. that was a dime. The touchdown pass to Kittle, rolling out of the yeah. pocket when the pressure got there, and he hit him right on the on, on his jersey number. Sure, you, you heard Good that, brother Dev. Mm. <laughs> Those are two more compliments than I was expecting from Devin Kane on this Monday regarding Brock Purdy's performance on Saturday. Those are two more. Compliments. But but I was I would say this moving forward. Yeah. Um, I do believe Jared Goff is the better quarterback in this game uh, because, number one, Jared Goff, he's been there and done it, man. We, gotta, we keep forgetting this man helped lead the yeah. Los Angeles Rams to a Super Bowl Absolutely. before they lost to the New England Patriots. Absolutely. So it's not like Jared Goff is some slap right. that we're talking about. Jared yeah. Goff played some really good football this year. Did he have some lapses during the season? Yes. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, most quarterbacks did. Yeah. Brock Brady right? notwithstanding we, as well. He, he's not the only one. So. Yeah. The way Jared Goff is playing right now and the way he's trusting uh, rookie Sam Laporta, the way he's trusting the third-year Amon Ross St. Brown, and the way the offense is being ran with the run game being the forefront of it, but everything coming off of their run game, mm-hmm. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if if the Detroit Lions won this game with the way they like to rush the football oh, and the way I've seen you know, Aaron Jones on those outside zone run plays have success in those receivers blocking for the Green Bay Packers. Like, you don't think Ben Johnson and Dan Campbell, they're going to try to run some of those same runs? Absolutely. So you're basically saying that if you have trust in the guy he plays well, that he can look beyond his position. Oh, like Brock Purdy, the San Francisco 49ers. I'm just putting it out there as far as that goes. He is Harry <laughs> Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. So you better call or click today and find out they can save you hundreds on your car insurance. 
From the top stories in sports. This is a huge story. To the bottom. So we reach the bottom of the barrel. This is Three Up, Three Down. We always give you the good and the bad. Those who get sung and those who got stung is all part of Three Up and Three Down from this previous weekend here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We always start with the up. Number one. Am I up? She is now the G-O-A-T, greatest of all time when it comes to wins in college basketball. I'm talking about Tara Vanderbilt, Stanford, who accomplished that mark going one more beyond Mike Krzyzewski of Duke, who used to hold the record. I think Mike Montgomery kind of put in perspective for me last night a little bit. I was watching the men's game, and he said, you know, I'd have to coach 20 more years and win 25 games a year to reach that. And I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? It, it, is, it is a big number, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of uh, the great players I've coached and the great places I've been. Um, and, you know, the attention it's brought to women's basketball, I'm not always, like, really comfortable in the limelight, but, um, you know, I understand that that kind of goes with the job. And I'm just really thankful that this team, um, we've not really, we've not talked about it as a team, but well, I mean, we kind of knew what's, what's going on, but um, great crowd today. And our team really stepped up. And that's what I'm most, what, that's what I'll remember from the day. Um, and then obviously Roz and Shanae and Jennifer and so many great tributes. Um, I, I really am uh, very humbled. The words of Tara Vanderbilt, Stanford head coach, now the winningest college basketball coach, male or female, getting her 1,203rd win yesterday as Stanford took down Oregon State. Well done, Mrs. Vanderveer. Well done. Yeah, pretty dope. Consistency, that's what that screams, and she's been able to do it at a high level for a very, very long time. Now, Freddie, my number one down, Mm -hmm. we just finished talking about this game. It's going to be the Green Bay Packers and all the missed cues and the missed opportunities that they left on the football field. I'm comfortable saying that the Green Bay Packers lost the game. I really am. Because when you had two interceptions in which one would have been taken back for a touchdown like you did a week ago, and then you had a third and one and fourth and one at San Francisco's 14-yard line, and you don't convert, and you get the ball back to the San Francisco 49ers, and they go down, and that's when George Kittle has his touchdown catch. Also, you went two for five in the red zone. You can't. You can't win football games in a divisional round if you're going two for five in the red zone. Absolutely. And then the interceptions by Jordan Love, right? The first one was a tip ball in which the tight end was wide open, and Jordan Love it went right to Greenlaw, and then to finish the game, it went to Greenlaw as well. So the miscues, the missed opportunities by the Green Bay Packers allowed them to also lose that football game. That's why they're my number one down. Number two, the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game for the first time in 32 years. Why? Because their coach told them they're built for this. Another why? Jared Goff believes, even if you don't. It's not like we've, you know, added a ton. It's a lot of the same guys, and Brad and Dan have been very intentional about bringing in those type of guys who can can handle moments like today and moments like last week and ups and downs of a season, and I think it's all been intentionally done by them, and we're not here by accident. They've done a fantastic job of handling being the hunted and no longer being the hunter. People say, oh, we don't know if they can win their division, even though they were the favorites. They did that. Man, will they be able to survive against the Los Angeles Rams? They did that. Man, now they're coming. Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming after them. Can they handle the role of being a favorite? They did. Maybe the coach Dan Campbell and the quarterback Jared Goff, they're right. They are built for this, and it's all about them. It's Lions versus everybody, and that's exactly the way they like it.
and Freddie, I told you on Friday, it could be the, the simple fact for the Detroit Lions, they're like Pookie in New Jack City, and they want that <laughs> fix, right? They want more of it because they, they've tasted success. And you see how the city's behind you. You see how everyone's loving you. But you want to write your own history within this organization. Absolutely. And you have a great leader in your GM, your head coach, and your quarterback. And now they're off to the races. Now, my number two down, mm-hmm. it's going to be Buffalo, New York, the oh, Buffalo Bills. Do you have to? For you to play 60 minutes and have a quarterback named Josh Allen, have a wide receiver named Stephon Diggs, have a, have a running back in, named James Cook. And to have zero explosive plays in a ball game, that's inexcusable in my opinion. Now, some of those uh, explosive plays that didn't happen were self-inflicted wounds. You know, right. receivers dropping balls. You know, the quarterback big game hunting here and there. But at the same time, you got to at least have one explosive play. No. You had none. None. And we talk about how a top offense at the Buffalo Bills were in the regular season. You had zero explosive plays. What them young kids say, where they do that at? (laughs) But that's why they're my number two down this week. Well, just like Patrick Mahomes said after they beat the Buffalo Bills again in the playoffs, they asked for it, and they got what they asked for. They should have been careful what they had wished for. Number three. Coming out party by Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. That was one of the best things to me about seeing that, where he completely dominated the game mm-hmm. against a young team like the Houston Texans. He said, oh, C.J. Stroud, I love you, but you're not coming to my place. You're not doing this to me. Not in Big Mama's house. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You're not taking the pork chops. You're not taking the fixings. You're not taking the beverages and walking out of my house with my food and my, and my drink. He went out there, two touchdowns passing, two touchdowns rushing. In other words, he did what we've seen all season long. And it's gotten better and better and better each and week each week in the regular season. When it comes to Lamar Jackson, he let everybody know, "I'm that dude." But nah, cause we we got we got to finish, you know. Still playoffs, we're not in the dance yet. But I'm looking forward to next week. To be honest with you, I'm not even thinking about uh, Super Bowl until we handle business. He was him. He's been him all year long, and it was a fantastic playoff coming out party to shut down those naysayers and let them know for at least a week when it came to Lamar Jackson and what he did to the Texans. I have three words. Lamar Jackson, that boy, bad. And he's been bad for a very, very long time. I'm excited for him to be able to have this opportunity to try to dethrone Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs and you get him at home. Now, Freddie, my number three down Mm – was Baker Mayfield. And Mike Evans kind of helped this happen, he too, sure because did. he dropped the football. But it's the fact that Baker threw an interception, and the person who received that interception was C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And at the end of that play, he made sure he tossed the football to Baker Mayfield. Gots to be more careful, Baker. But Mike mm-hmm. Evans, come on, man. Don't put your boy in that situation. Especially guys going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. First 10 years, at least 1,000 yards receiving. That only been done one other time in the National Football League. And nobody's done that for the first 10 years of their career when it comes to Mike Evans. Yeah, he did not help that situation mm-hmm. out. A lot of C.J. Gardner to have that last word. We got a little bonus. Number four. How about our man Jason Kelsey? It's one thing to hang with Bill's Mafia before the game got started. Thankfully, he didn't do what they like to do. Jump off the top of a bus and land on top of tables. I don't know why that is something with Bill's Mafia. But so be it. <laughs> but then afterwards, hanging up in the suite, 
with Kansas City Chiefs and his family because his brother Travis plays for the Chiefs. His brother scores a touchdown, and our man Jason Kelsey went topless like he was at a male strip club, letting it all hang out. He even had champion shorts on. I don't think they made champion gym shorts anymore, but apparently they do. And Jason Kelsey was wearing that proudly. It is his world, Harry. We're just living in it when it comes to Jason Kelsey. Man, Jason Kelsey, a.k.a. that furry teddy bear, was out there shirtless. And it was cold, Freddie. Listen, it wasn't, it wasn't warm <laughs> in, in Buffalo, New York, <laughs> at, at Highmark Stadium. It wasn't warm at all. For the man to be shirtless, chugging beers, living life, guess what? The spotlight was on him. It wasn't on Taylor. It was on Jason Kelsey. Yes. He took that spotlight. He sure did. Add a boy, Jason. By I way, love every bit of it. By the way, only four shots of Taylor, Taylor Swift shown by CBS. They did everybody a favor when it came to that, not just bombarding her with everybody part of that football game. And we stay with that game involving Josh Allen, the Bills, and not getting it done versus Kansas City. And we get a little pre-Herm Edwards. Before happy hour 5 o'clock, he stops by for a little shot glass. Stay here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It is Reggae Monday, known as Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Normally we have Herm Edwards at 5 o'clock for happy hour with Herm. But sometimes you get a little appetizer. So we're going to do that right now at 4.30 Eastern time, 1.30 in the West Coast, because we got so much to talk about. Having her only for 20 minutes was not going to suffice, especially when it comes to Josh Allen. Oh, Buffalo my. Bills. Somebody who we know pretty well. Chris Canty from Evan, Canty, and Michelle. ECM in the morning on sports at like 6, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio Monday through Friday. Herm, he said he does not believe that Josh Allen is a tier one quarterback in the NFL. Well, there's what do you consider a tier one quarterback? Um, the best quarterback in the league, we know who that is. That's number 15. He 
place for that. The chieftains. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can argue, if you just want to argue top-tier quarterback, if you want to argue who's number two and who's number three, Josh Allen's got to fall on either two or three. The guy scored 50 touchdowns, guys. I mean, that's – you know, and I get it. You know, these all these – everyone's going to say quarterbacks are judged – by if they can win in the playoffs, if they win Super Bowls. I mean, and there's been a lot of great quarterbacks um, that never got there. And it's kind of interesting because I, I always look at it this way. I go, you know, there was a guy, I call him Captain America. He played for the New England Patriots. And that was Tom Brady. So for almost a decade, 10 years, if you were a quarterback in the AFC, you weren't going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You were not going to go. Yep. For, for almost 10 years. Right. You did not go because of that guy. Uh-huh. And it doesn't mean you're not a good quarterback or you're not a top-tier quarterback. You just can't beat that guy. Nobody could beat him. Now you got this other guy that wears number 15, and all of a sudden he shows up, <laughs> and he's chasing Tom Brady. Right. So he's on a whole different level. And people, when you lose to him, they say, well, he ain't a top-tier quarterback. When you, you lose to that guy. So it just football's a funny deal, you know. There, there, there's these these moments of time where you look at teams and organizations where they get a run going, and generally, you know, you think a run's maybe two or three years. Some of these guys extend it, right? And it's just hard to beat. You get caught up in the wash because that team or that one guy, and now in in in, in today's world, it's the quarterback. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has been in how many championship games? Six, six in a row, six straight, six. Six, mind you. <laughs> so he, th- there's a lot of rubbish that lays by his feet that he done destroyed. <laughs> but it, it, it's not. It's not like well, you're not a good team or you're not like a good quarterback. You're playing against that guy. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it, especially in today's world where it's a quarterback league, it's easier to say that. Back 20 years ago, it was a running back league. Right. And True. the quarterback wasn't, you know, he was he didn't he didn't throw the ball forty or fifty times. He didn't throw it six hundred times in a season. And so, you know, the, the, it's changed. But yeah. with that, there's there's certain guys. If you get in the wrong era, you in trouble, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're born at the wrong time. You just it's the way it goes, bro. Basketball. Back in the day, it was the Celtics. Absolutely. Will Chamberlain, born at the wrong time. You just, hey, man, you playing against them dudes. Good luck to you, partner. Right? The Warriors had a little run here for mm-hmm. a while, right? No doubt. In the modern day. You know, my Lakers, they had a run. You know, it's just, it's amazing. And people say, those guys ain't any good to play against. No, those guys are just special, man. And you got to enjoy it. That's what I do. I enjoy watching it because it's you're watching history. And sometimes you don't realize it until you look back at it and go, man. People didn't realize what Captain America was doing until he retired. And now that he's gone, the guy that was his coach is gone too. Mm -hmm. And that's a part of history that people are going to look at and go, how did they do that? Who's going to do that again in today's era? And and Coach, I'll tell you, when all of those guys leave the game, you sit back and you you ask yourself, "Do, do I think I'm going to ever see stuff like this again? And it's hard to say yes. Now, yeah. we had Brady, and we understand we have Mahomes now. Yeah. 
But we have to stop acting like it's just it just like leaves fall off trees and it just happens like it don't happen like that. And on top of when you look at a Patrick Mahomes and what he's been able to do. Well, there's a sprinkle of other guys as well named Lamar Jackson, named Joe Burrow, right? We have a new one named C.J. Stroud who's come along. Mm -hmm. That boy loves looks like he's going to be a good quarterback. That's what I'm saying. So you you have so many guys. I always say the NFL, they're in great hands because we have these young, phenomenal quarterbacks. No doubt. But it's not as easy as everyone makes it seem. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you need to enjoy it. Now, if if you're not a fan of that team, you don't enjoy it. Yeah. But if you like yeah. football yeah. and you want and you say, I'm I'm witnessing something that it's very difficult to do, and in my era of watching it, I saw it happen, right? I mean, it, yeah. and, and it's hard. And look, I, I coached in that era when Tom mm-hmm. Brady was. We yeah. unleashed him <laughs> when I was with the Jets. Mo Lewis knocks Mo out Lewis, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe, and all of a sudden, here comes Captain America, uh-huh. number 12. He runs in the game. Everybody goes, okay, we know who this guy is. And all of a sudden, you go, oh, 10 years later, you're going, that's the guy. He's still the guy, right? It's, 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 it's amazing. It's really amazing. A little early happy hour, a little appetizer from Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. You hit him on Twitter. Herm Edwards joining us here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Before we get back to Josh Allen, yes. take us back when you're coaching with the New York Jets, coaching mm-hmm. that era, whether you're a former assistant of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. And we're seeing a latter-day version of Brady and Manning yes. when it comes to Mahomes versus Josh Allen. What was that like oh. when no matter what you said, we got to deal with those two guys, and they were on the same side in terms of the AFC yeah. dealing with that? Well, and that's what you had to go through, and you knew it. you know, And you were hoping, and you played them, they had a bad day. Because if they if they were on, it's going to be very difficult. I mean, you had to do a lot of things right to beat those guys. And the, the scary part about them was no different than what Patrick Mahomes generally does. Um, they get the ball last, and you go, ah, <laughs> we could be in trouble. Boys. Right. Because generally, you know. You are. But I thought wow. watching that game yesterday, I, I, I said to myself, whoever had the ball last yeah. was going to win the game. And, now. And, 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 and you're right. And you, you, and, and you were sitting there watching this game. And this is where, and I get it, this is where the criticism comes in for, you know, obviously for Josh Allen. And we all watch it. I, and, and when he got the ball, I went, I said, partner, better score now. You got to close this thing out now. Right. And, and, and maybe and, and, and that's he's got to do that. Bob, I was going to ask you how much of that weigh in his mind thinking sure. I, I can't go for a tie, I can't no. give him the ball. But how much of that weigh in his mind where he reverted to Josh Allen trying to make that touchdown, that big play? Yeah, and 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 you got to realize you don't even you don't don't settle for a field goal. You can't. You did against, that last not, time. Not against and him. And you gave that guy 13 seconds and he came back and beat y'all. <laughs> right. So you need to go and score a touchdown now. And look, Josh Allen knew it. He knew it. And, and, and that's the burden he's going to carry now. He's got to carry that a little bit because if you want to get over that hump, I still think he's, a, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. But to be at that next level, you got to beat that guy at home and you have the last possession to close the game out. And that's what the great ones do. And you know as a coach, mm-hmm. when right. you're standing on the sideline and you got that guy and you got the ball, you're going, mm-hmm. all right, boys, we're good. That's the Joe Montana story, right? Mm-hmm. The Joe Montana story is real simple. How many games can a team win? Uh, Ten. 
I'll win four. We win 14. Why? He's going to have the ball in the fourth quarter right. with the last possession, and he's taking that team down the field, and he's going to score a touchdown, and he's going to win the game. That's the difference. Wow. To me, well, that's the difference in the great ones. That's what they do. But, Coach, and here's the thing for me, because I understand that the Buffalo Bills defense, they gave up oh, a lot of explosive plays. Yeah, yeah. But when it, when it was needed the most mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, yes. they were able to get two stops, yes. in which one of them looked like – Mahomes and the offense was about to put it away. That's exactly right. right? And Miko Hartman fumbled and Jordan Poirier made a great play. That's exactly and right. And then you got no points out of that as that, a Buffalo that, Bills right. offense. That's and right. then you came back and the defense forced a five and out, five plays and yep. eight, forced them to punt. And then you got the missed field goal or whatnot. So they had two possessions to get it done. It just didn't get done. They didn't get done. And here, here and look, and, and we can go further back than that. In moments of time like this, and you know it, you're a former player. Big moments in games like this, your star players, this is why they're stars. You can't drop balls. Mm-hmm. You cannot. I, 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 we can say we all drop them. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't drop the ball now, man. The big-time guys, they ain't dropping the ball. They, they just, in that moment, in that moment, you know, hey, man, if I make this catch, uh-huh. boy, this, could, this, could, this is real important right now. You know, this mm-hmm. is – and and we saw some drops, and you go okay, and that goes away, and they say, well, Josh Allen, it, it's it's opportunities that you waste, absolutely, and you don't get them back, man. Nope. That that's the game of football. You don't. You generally don't get it back. Well, coach, let me put it to you like this. Yes. The Kansas City Chiefs the entire year we were talking about those guys dropping the football. Exactly. Yeah. But when it came to the divisional round in drop. Buffalo, not one. It was the Buffalo Bills dropping the football. It, 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 you know what? And we watched the game yesterday. And and he ended up getting himself right. But Evans, he dropped some passes yesterday. Yes, he did. One of them was for interception, too. And and what's funny is they kept throwing it to him, and he came back at the end, and they actually came back. And he right. made the big catch in the end zone, sure. but he dropped a few. You know, and it's like, okay. But all those things matter, man, in a game because they extend drives. You maybe had an opportunity to score a touchdown. You didn't do it. And then at the end, you know, you look back at the game and we always say there's four or five plays in the game where you say if you make those plays, you win. Yeah. And when you don't make them, you don't win. Yeah. Right? And when you got number 15 on the other side and you uh, waste those opportunities, boy. more often than not, number you t- 15. You talking about the Grim Reaper? I'm talking about the Grim oh, Reaper. Boy, <laughs> not, 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 but see, he's, yeah. he's like I say, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> he, he's chasing history. Right. See, when he plays in these events, when it gets to the playoffs, he understands, look, I, I, I'm chasing that guy, that Captain America fella. That's who I'm chasing. Mm-hmm. That, 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 yeah. I don't know if he's ever said that. Right. But, but you can tell by his I demeanor. feel like that's where he's at. Like, okay, okay this one guy set the standard. I, I'm going to go do that now. I, I want to go after that. And that's what he's chasing. In my, this organization, I, I was in that organization. I was, I was lucky enough to work for that organization twice twice as an assistant coach as a head coach and I know the family very well I know the organization and I'm talking about the Kansas City Chiefs um, the, the, that quarterback is chasing history man uh-huh. and he's never said it and maybe and maybe he, if you ask me say no I'm not to me when I watch him play that's what I say mm-hmm. because that's the kind of player he is. Right, he's the best. He's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, it's not even. It's, it's he's the he's number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can argue who two and three and four, but he 
He's number one. Yeah, he, he is that gold standard when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah. And Herm's going to stick around in 20 minutes. He's going to stop by and hang out with us in terms of happy hour with Herm. We're going to talk about that gold standard on one side and the guy that he'll be facing this weekend that is getting closer to that gold standard when it comes to Lamar Jackson. We're going to do that in 20 minutes. Herm Edwards is going to stop back by again and have a little happy hour with Herm here on Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman presented by Progressive Insurance. And Dan Campbell has told everybody that his lines are built for this. How much does that really mean to the Lions trying to take down the favorite 49ers? This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is the Reggae Monday version of Freddie and Harry. I'm Freddie Coleman. Harry Douglas together presented by Progressive Insurance and the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We got Herm Edwards sticking around. So we're going to have like happy double hour. We usually have happy hour at the top of 5 o'clock. Yeah. But it's Reggae Monday. That, you were yeah, feeling well, that, weren't you? Know, you? You guys kind of, that's that house shoe music. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? And you're, you're walking around in your robe and your house shoes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> Music, you put your house shoes on, you uh-huh. feel good about yourself. Absolutely. Listen to that, you know, when I come in here and you guys got that, y'all got me going on mine, but that was like, I kind of like that one. A little, little Starboy and Whiskey, yeah, kinda, it's called Jam, yeah. just for you. Okay. It, house shoe music. House that's, shoe music, that's I, what I call it, house shoe music. Now I have a new term, I'm going to put that on my, put that on my middle Rolodex right now, and I'll lose on that one. Speaking of house music, when yes. it comes to Dan Campbell oh, yeah. and the House of Detroit Lions. You're built for this. Mm. You're you built for this, man. And look what you guys did. You went out there and the what? It's another f***ing hot team that we knocked off. It's the next hot team that you knock off. Do you know how hard it is to win this f***ing league in the playoffs? Yes, sir. Do you understand what you're doing right now? What we're capable of? That's two. All right? That's two. We got two to go. With a bye in the middle. Yeah, that's what he said after they beat the, won the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When you hear the X Factor and Dan Campbell... And you put that together, Hearn. What does that mean to you? Oh, he's um, he's got them believing. They trust him now. I mean, this team trusts him. And the more you win, the bigger the trust becomes, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how it works. Um, obviously, you know, he has history with this organization. He was there as a player. Um, you know, he, he came in with the mentality, we're going to be tough. And every coach wants to be tough, you know, and – a lot of people were chuckling when he had his, you know, press conference and all that stuff. Fighting kneecaps yeah, and all that. But, yeah, but 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 it's a physical football team on both sides of the ball. I got a player that actually was on that roster. Uh Chase uh, Chase Lucas played mm-hmm. corner for us. He's on that team. And um you know, you watch him play and it's it it it's he's playing uh late nineties football a little bit. Sure. Eighty football, they wanna run it. They want to be physical. Everything that they do in the passing game comes through the running game. Um, defense has improved somewhat, you know, but that protects the defense mm-hmm. when you slow the game down. You know, you, you think of the Ram game they played against. It was only eight possessions. Mm-hmm. It wasn't wow. a 12-possession game. It was a slow, methodical game because they can go chunks at a time running the football, then they got two outstanding runners in Gibbs and Montgomery, and if – you know, running's hard, man. Because you know why it's running so hard? Because most coaches, the mentality when you run, sometimes you run in there and you get a yard. And it's like, man, my yard? Yeah. And you go, nah, I just throw it out there and get 10. Right. You, know, <laughs> you hope they you, get you, 10. You, but I'm just saying, you know, you yeah. can do a, a, a slant. I get you five. Right. And the runner makes seven, six, seven. And so then, but you don't want to run because it's ugly. But let me tell you who wants to run the ball. And they want to run the ball early in the game is the offensive lineman. 
because they set the tone. They're not catching. They're firing off. Right. You know, they're firing off. They're hitting guys in the mouth. And offensive linemen like that. They, they enjoy that part of the game. That, that, that backing, you know, backing up all the time, you know, and you're dealing with guys rushing the passer and you're sitting back for it. They're, they're not attacking, right? Offensive linemen want to attack. And when you allow them to do that, boy, all of a sudden, the, the line of scrimmage doesn't change early, but right around the middle of the third quarter, you can kind of see it. Uh-huh. Now it's six yards. Oh, now it's eight yards. And before you know it, it keeps you out of third and longs. There's not a lot of negative plays. And it keeps the other field on the field defensively, and you're wearing them down. They get tired of tackling, man. They get tired of getting up off the ground because everything's played <laughs> up in the hashes. And, you know, the, the corners are out there, like, falling asleep because they say, man, they ain't throwing the ball. And then all of a sudden, you put one in there and take it out, and you go, oh, and the guy's running by you, right? And so it's one of those games, man. It right. makes you play as a corner, you know, against the receiver, you're going, ah, you know, they ain't throwing. And the receiver's blocking with you, and you're trying to stop blocking me, man. Stop blocking me. Just go away. You know, go away. It's just, it, it's, it's just, it's a hard game. Right. Guys don't want to play that way. They want to spread it out. They want to throw the ball all over the lot. Yeah, hey, man, I'm good. No, man, you ain't good. We're cracking down the linebacker. You got to come replace corner. You got to make tackles, yeah, baby. You got to actually tackle. Oh, I don't want to do that. Ah. Herman was going to stick around with us because we got championship weekend in the NFL. We got those Detroit Lions. They'll be biting kneecaps all over the place on the road against San Francisco. Then on the other side, you got the AFC championship game. For the first time, we get Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes in the same game mm. playing for a championship with the Baltimore Ravens will host the Kansas City Chiefs. But those two quarterbacks, meaning Lamar Jackson on one side and another quarterback on the other side, they may be the two quarterbacks that have the most approved this weekend. Who's the other quarterback we're talking about? And which quarterback is Herm Edwards going to choose? That's next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.